Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Gary gets here, walks across the dead ball line, now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes, changes direction. This is Rugby League, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Cherry Evans. And still on for Manley. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom Trump. Hello and welcome to the SC Playbook Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. I'm your host, Tim Williams. We are back following Magic Round. What an absolute spectacular weekend it was. We're all up there. A lot of the SC Playbook crew up there. One of them included uh, the SC Spy, who was a big performance from you, mate. It was. I uh, didn't get there till Saturday morning, so I had to show up off the bench and just really, really rip in. Um, bit of Maddo X Factor. Uh, don't compare me to him, mate, please. More <laughs> of a uh, maybe a junior Preston Campbell off the bench. Just very lively. Um, <laughs> junior Preston Campbell. <laughs> um, honestly, it's, it's perfect. Mm. If you haven't been, just, just go. I've already booked in as my one weekend a year. Um, and, but I've got a true magic moment, which I think you'll appreciate. It is. Nutty out the back, you'll appreciate. <clears throat> it's simple, but I'm a simple man. I was at the Caxton, it was about 10pm. We were all charging by then, many a schooner had. I don't think we had much food. Maybe a few orders and the great man, Alfie Langer, was just roaming about. <laughs> Speaking of lively, I don't think I saw him sit still for the whole time <laughs> he was sitting up there. And he walked past at one point. I really wanted to go have a yarn, but he was just too busy. Like a hat, cat in a hot tin roof and he walked past maybe off the toilet and I just gave him a little nod and he just knew what I meant. He nodded back at me, gave me a cheeky smile and just kept on going. I was like, I was like, that was perfect. And we just went, went about our business. Ma- Magic round, <laughs> completed it, mate. Pretty much. <laughs> mate, it was an absolute specky. So we had, we had five or six of the Playbook crew together, put the team analysis up this afternoon, did a bit of a rundown for the SC Playbook faithful. Uh, run into a bunch of the SC Playbook listeners and readers out their legends out there, Homer included. You just missed him, but quick rundown of the weekend. So three two ones, three points to Clem Cassidy and walked it in. Absolutely walked it in. Spy, I Which is ironic because she couldn't walk by the end of the night. She, yeah, she was very like her idol, Brandon Smith, the cheese. She <laughs> yeah. like went too hard, too early, and just for the back end of the game, couldn't handle it. Spy gave you two points. You, you're pretty impressive, mate. Decent enough stayer. At Desi Creek, he was Cameron Smith. Just cool, calm and collected the whole weekend. He was, he was. Yeah, like never broke a sweat, even <coughs> under any pressure moments like when Alfie was walking around. One point him, and special recognition to... <sighs> 
probably a little bit harsh not getting in on the points, but Nick Moon, who he was the only stay in the, in the of the crew, really, all three days, there till late, Jake Jaboyevich-esque. It was. It was. Just on Desi quickly, I met him Saturday morning. He rolled in out of his hostel and he was in all sorts. But to <laughs> his credit, he just parked himself in a corner. I spoke to him about my three-beer hangover policy. He had a feed and did that, and just this smile came back about half an hour later, yeah. and he's back into it. Yeah, well collected done, himself. He was all good. Also <laughs> there with us was Matty the Waterboy, who, mate, at about 11 o'clock Saturday night, quote, South Sydney, who's going to beat us? Who's going to beat us? Uh, quote, Monday morning, still haven't had an answer. <laughs> Yeah, I look. I get arrogant at the at the best of times when it comes to South, but <laughs> fill me with, let's just say, double digit schooners, drinks, whatever, espresso martinis. I can see myself being extremely annoying and just walking around <laughs> and telling everyone that needs to be told who can beat us. But um, yeah, undoubtedly the best weekend of the year so far. And can I, feel, I, I feel, mate, that just really until you get an answer from anyone, it's been justified. So yeah, damn right. I bet. I, I, until you lose the Tigers this week or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, mate. You know how there's two Daily M judges this year? I'll give my three two ones. Yeah. Clem takes the three, obviously. But I actually thought Maddie and NRL Physio vying for two and one. Yeah. Two of the great blokes, but they were just in I was in the zone and they were just living the dream. It was good to see. Yeah, NRL Physio was in fine form. <laughs> what a man. Hey, Spy, Supercoach side. How'd you go, mate? Good. Um, yep. On the surge. Just lost here for a moment. 12.56 for the weekend. Connolly Lamuelu crushed over for the one game I did manage to get to. Mm. I was sitting nearby and I was up and about, you beauty. Um, but yeah, into, into 11,000th now. So, yeah, just tracking upwards, mate, and we'll just see if we can keep it going. Plenty of green, mate, making some moves. The Kuma Stallions, 1,290 points on the weekend. Speaking of on the charge, up to 4,300 or 4,200th or something overall. So best part of the weekend, no trades. No trades. I uh, sat, sat on my trigger-happy fingers on the weekend and held off the... I sat there Saturday afternoon, sort of the Friday night games, wasn't too interested trade-wise, and the one that I wanted to make was... Welch to Big Red, Corey Horsburgh, and I was a grand off doing it. Mm. I looked at all the options I had to free up that extra grand, and I just didn't really like anything. Shout out to Walsh Carlos. I was a little bit keen on Wiramu Greg and going Stefano down to him, and he did a breakdown of what he thought the minutes would be for the Eels with that four-forward bench around Hopgood, Madison, all these boys, and he pretty well nailed it. And he had Greg playing, I think, around at what he did, which was about 20 yeah, 15, or 29. 20, so, yeah. And I got to the point where I went, look, Number one rule, I mean, there's a few number one rules in Supercoats, but one of them for me is don't trade for the sake of trading. Like, you don't force it. And I sat there and got to the point after looking for hours and just went, I don't like anything. What am I doing here? I think not forcing it is one of the best, isn't it? So if, it, if it's not absolutely on, then you don't push it. You'll find another way mm. in coming weeks. So, yeah, on the move, uh, Matty the Waterboy, <coughs> team update. Where are we at? Yeah, so after a pretty horror week two weeks ago, and luckily I was, I think I was busy that day, so I couldn't admit it to anyone <laughs> where I like, I was literally watching Super Saturday and I've been good. I've been good. On, I've been like into Supercoach this year, but like if I'm not thinking about it, I'm not thinking about it. And then I'm sitting there and watching Turbo get ruled out against Titans and Turbo's in my team. And it just didn't even cross my mind to take him out until the next day. And I was like, oh fuck. So that ruled my week. But this week I got um, uh, 1163. 
It's not too bad. I increased 70 spots. So I literally like dead. Pretty much didn't move at all. On the move. Yeah, on, on the, the move. move. On the move. Didn't make any trades either. Yeah. So speaking yeah. of uh like the impact of magic round. Oh, God damn, I must have been, yeah, Saturday afternoon, about four o'clock, Guru went to tra- check his draft team. He goes, shit, <laughs> I left the captaincy on Marcello Montoya against Penrith. <laughs> That's classic Magic Ground stuff, that. Yeah, uh. like if you're making Guru miss out on trading, or on putting his proper captain on in draft, it's a big weekend. <clears throat> so, guys, SC Playbook Unlimited Group, $1,000 first prize to the winner, 500-500 if it is a subscriber who comes second and it's a non-subscriber who comes first. The leader, Sympathy for Gilly, coached by Jaden, up into second overall in Supercoach, flying. He's a good mate of Walsh Carlos's. The cutoff for that group will be the end of round 12. We'll, uh, I'll screenshot all the entries, work out who's in there, and if you're not in there before the end of round 12 on that Sunday night, you won't be eligible. So get in there. The code is 845051. Today's show. Key takes from Team This Tuesday. Very chilled out Team This Tuesday today. Buy planning special spy. We're going to go through the origin period, major buy period schedule from round 13 to round 19. Got a big yarn coming up in the SCP website tomorrow. So we're going to have a chat about that. The teams to target and avoid. It's a real strength of schedule type yarn. Hot topics. Valent Tafade. Number one most trading player. Question marks around that. Uh, Mitchy Moses, 12th most traded out player. Question marks around that. We're going to drop our round 11 trading skipper plans, jump into some listener questions at the end, and then wrap it up from there. Spy. Teamless Tuesday. Very, very tame. Mm. Jackson Ford out for the Warriors. One of the most traded out players this week. I thought he's looked exceptional for the Warriors. He's obviously uh, got the trust of coaching staff in the club there for a, an 80-minute edgeback row roll. He's been a whisker from scoring a stack more tries, scored well in 50 minutes against the Panthers, uh, and then obviously had the failed HIA. So he's out. Obviously, they out this week. Warriors by next week, but then we'll play round 13. If you can afford to hold him, I would be tempted to hold him. I definitely will be. I yeah. um, Ford's that one bloke amongst my triple boost a month or two ago. I just couldn't get him in. I wanted to. I really wanted to. He just looks damaging every week. Um, he got binned, Sadiavo, um, and he still scored 45 in 50 minutes against Penrith. So, yeah, what happened? He got, he got binned and what binned and concussion? I can't remember. Because he played, <laughs> yeah. Big, big weekend. It's about 3.45 by then. I'd been there yeah, for hours. Yeah. He, he got, got binned. Got I binned. think we blew up, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, got binned and then but played 50 minutes. So, yeah. so over a point a minute against Penrith. The week before in that monsoonal conditions in New Zealand, he nearly scored two or three he tries. Did. I still half want him, to be completely honest. Yeah. There's no way I'd be selling unless you absolutely had to, to scrape seven. If you really eight. need it because he's there for two, not playing for two, ga- two weeks, then sweet, but... Mm. I feel like he could do damage at any point in that that round 13. He could score 90-odd, like, you know. I think he looks pretty good. Yeah. Egan Butcher out for the Roosters. Angus Crichton starts on the edge for them. He could bottom out nicely for us at some point. Obviously, origin selection looming. Matty, I'll throw to you on that one. Angus Crichton obviously scored a try late on in that game on the weekend. (sighs) Freddie obviously loves him, you know, Fit, matches under the belt, he's in our best 17. Could he slide in there by Origin 1 or at some point during the series, or do you think it's a little bit soon after missing a big chunk of the early season? Straight up, I think it's, I think it's a bit soon. I don't, I don't, he's looked a bit 
look, I'll be honest, I didn't watch as much as the game as I should have. I, I did watch it on Sunday, but the weekend's the weekend. Mm. From what I saw, he played pretty good. The first few weeks, he was a little bit rusty, but that's to be expected. He's been out for so long. So normally I'd say no, and I am going to say no. However, there's a few injuries creeping up in New yeah. South Wales, especially on those edges. Um, I think we're going to see a couple of debutants in the back row because we've we've just got too many too many people out. Like Liam Mard's not going to play. Olakowski will probably will probably play. Like Huddy Young might play it. So if we need a bit of experience there, maybe yeah. killing him. I just think it's, I just think it's a bit early. I don't think he's kind of done enough yet. He's done enough in the past few years, but. Um, I, if he kills it this week or next week, then maybe. But so, right now, no. So there's two key names that you mentioned there that are on people's Supercoach radars for round 13 because they both play round 13 and off the coverage. And I think people, the general footy fan, will be thinking Olaquatu and especially Hudson Young probably won't play Origin and would play round 13. But, mate, you reckon they're right in the frame, especially Huddy Young? I reckon they're both, can, <coughs> I reckon they're both in. Mm. Yeah, I reckon Cam Murray and... Um, Olakowatu will be the starting back rowers, and Huddy, Huddy Young, Hudson Young will be on my bench for sure. And like, yeah, I I don't know whether I don't know like how they're gonna throw another middle in there, or if they're gonna throw someone like Madison in there who can do both for, for like the other spot, other spot. But I reckon Hudson Young's gonna play. All right. So yeah, word of warning there. If you are looking at getting in for the buy coverage, I think you've probably just. Just wait till round 13 and be safe. Ola's the one I'm real keen on, but uh, as Matty said there, I just think it's probably his every chance to play Origin. We'd be mad not to pick Ola Kawatu, honestly. Yeah. Get him in. Mitch Moses outs by. Jacob <coughs> Arthur is in. We'll get to that a little bit more later. Phoenix Crossland, my boy. Starting. Starting at hooker. I went, speaking of like not liking <coughs> trades last week, I was like, oh, who do I want to trade out? There's no one I was really ready to pull the trigger on. I thought... Crossland, you know, he might even play 13 and not get many minutes, so whatever, there's a bit of value there. I thought, well, Kurt Mann's gone long-term with a abdominal injury or something, or peck, I don't know, doesn't matter, he's gone for a while. Hmm. Crossland back, starting hooker, Adam Elliott back on the bench at the moment, who's one to keep an eye on for round 13, but Crossland, he could go back to a big, big minute hooker role. Yeah, he, um, he's been solid for you, hasn't he, if he gets those minutes. I mean, I haven't played him once yet, yeah, and I have no intention need, of it, um, but... But, no, but round 13, if he's <coughs> sitting there starting, beautiful. Playing 6570 yeah. at hooker, sweet. So yeah, I'm just, if there's something changed or he doesn't get minutes or he goes back to the bench, you know, it could be a trade before them, but just happy to hold fire for the time being. Mm. Josh Schuster named on the extended bench for Manly, and that's about it from Team I saw Schuster. a photo today, um, Junior Joey Johns, what has kept doing this today? Cooper, he was in the Reggie's bib, I believe, mm. which means Schuster's got to be every chance starting 5-H. Oh, right. goodness. So that could be handy. Uh, for him. But, yeah, we just want to see him fit and healthy. It's quite significant because <clears throat> lots of sold. They were fed up with him. They were obviously could be out a bit longer and just go and just give us round 13 and give us 30 <clears throat> points. I'll take it. 30, 50. Sorry, not Junior Joe Johns, Junior Matty Johns. Junior Matty Johns, Young yeah. Cooper there. Um, so interesting to see how that happens and just how he looks like – yeah, he's a bit of an unknown this year, but if he's in your side, you just hold for now and just, just give hope. us something around third. Because uh, he could come out and kill it. That's that's who he is, you know. Yeah. Especially if he was carrying a niggle, maybe lack confidence, maybe the coaching staff can have a word and say, just play your game, mate, do this and this, and he might relax into it. We just don't know. And after copping it. stick <clears throat> the last month or so for missing games and the price tag and all that, has to fire you up. So I think he comes out and goes, let's make a statement here. Yep, I like it. 
Guys, if you enjoy SC Playbook, all the effort that goes into the site, you can support it by subscribing to our NRL package for $40, full package for the NRL, AFL, BBL seasons, $50. Gives you access to additional premium articles every single week on the website at scplaybook.com.au. Access to our WhatsApp community, absolutely firing, game day threads, team advice, late mail, contributor only, all sorts of different things. Punters, halfback punters thread in there as well. Access to our major unlimited group prize worth $1,000. To do so, head to the menu on site at scplaybook.com.au. Find the subscribe tab there. Spy, buy planning. We've been teasing on it for a while. We've, we've spoken about it a little bit here and there. But we have a wonderful yarn written by Jay Schubert. Loves SC Playbook, loves Supercoach. You might know him from Twitter if you're among that community. His handle is J85S. Go and give him a follow. Been doing awesome stuff on there around like the, the mid-weekend or mid-round, I should say, projected break-evens and <clears throat> price changes of players uh, along with, you know, fixture analysis, all that sort of stuff. So reached out to Jay and he's done up an absolute banger of an article for us. That'll go up on site uh, early tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning that is. So everything we say here will be in that article, neatly put out in tables. He, he's done a really good job of it. So <clears throat> I'll start with a couple of things, mate. And I wanted to clarify around head-to-head finals. We spoke about it here last week. We had a good chat about it on the Beers and break Even podcast with Guru last week. And there was a, just need to clarify a few things. <coughs> Sorry. So... The three major buy rounds, round 13, 16 and 19. When you set up your league, the default settings for 20-man leagues are to put the head-to-head fixtures those weeks on buys. So there's no super coach competitive game fixtures that week. For default, The default setting for 10-man leagues is to play those three weeks as competitive head-to-head fixtures. However, they can be altered by the league admin on setting them up. So all these questions around and people saying, oh, my league says this, my league says that, they will be different. So in a nutshell, mate, you just go into your league settings and check how it's been set up if you're playing them or not. So the three major buy-ins, as we said, 13, 16, 19, three minor buy And in those rounds, half the competition is on a buy, three minor buy-ins, 14, 17, 20. There are three teams each week on the buy. Now, Spy, I'll throw to you for your first sort of general overview of around that period, and then I'll chime in and we'll just have a yarn about it. We will have a yarn. It's um, it's a really, really good article. Uh, and what I've been chatting about it before, but it can be can be a lot of information to go through. So what we're going to try and do is just talk about some key sides. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily jump to round 19 or anything. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, and we'll have a look at some certain sides early that look the mm. goods. Um that doesn't mean if there's a player that doesn't have the best buy schedule, you can't get them. I should say that. If there's someone you think set to explode, maybe you still want to have a crack at them. But generally speaking, this time of year, you want to set yourself for the buyers over the coming weeks. So <clears throat> first things first, the Dolphins and the Warriors stand out from Jay's article. They, they only miss round 16. And I mentioned it last week, but I'm finding in my side round 16 is pretty easy to cover. I don't know if you've had a look or others, but I think you probably will find that round 16 is okay. So if you're overloaded from round 16, what I'm looking to do is distribute players to round 13 and 19 so you don't have to make too many trades through that period because obviously it's best 13 mm. scores And when we only. talk about missing <coughs> games here and there, the major buy period, round 13 to round 20, with round 20 being that final round with three minor <coughs> buys to, to the name. That's it. So 
I've just noted down here, and we will get to this because I'll go in chronological order, but round 14 is a trap. We'll talk about that soon. You've got to be really careful. Mm. But Dolphins and Warriors, they basically only miss round 16. So yep. they play 13, 14, 15, 17, 18, 19. I don't think I looked as far as 20, but yeah, by that's... Yep. Note they do miss... <clears throat> Fins are on the bye this week. Warriors are on the bye around 12. So they get yeah. the buyers before round 13. They do it before. So you can yeah potentially just hold out there if you want them. I'll mm-hmm. have a good look at Dolphins and Warriors leading into that because you just lock them in for that 13-19 period. If they're good enough players like, you know, you might have your, your Hammer, Asakos, Jeremy Marshall King, Lemuelus, you can just sit them there. You don't have to trade them the whole bye period. Yeah. None of them sides are on the bye around 20 either. That's beautiful. So someone like Isaiah Katoa, I sold... Uh, a little while ago, a couple of weeks. If you own him, just roll him through for now. I wouldn't be looking to sell him unless you sort of have to. Uh, I really like holding him. Well, the, the, the one that stand, there are a few that stand out for me there. And I'm probably going to hold fire on any Warriors trade-ins until round 13 because they do have the buy in two weeks. But, I mean, Jermaine Osaka, who just can do no wrong this season, you probably just hold him for that period. Hammer... Hammers sort of touch and go. You could sell or you could just hold that period. Probably just hold, especially because our CT dubs <coughs> should be pretty strong that if he's got a tough game, you can sit him if you want anyway or, like, getting to that point. Yeah. Uh, and then the Warriors, we'll speak more about him later, but Torhu Harris, uh, Luke Metcalf, he's due back very soon yeah, as well. And, so, yeah. yep, carry on. Yeah, all your blokes like Shawnee Johnson, Charns, Ford, Fenua Blake, <coughs> he's very expensive now. Probably miss the bow yeah. on him, but there's many an option there. Um for me, like, I don't own a psycho or hammer. I, I could nearly grab one of them, come round 13 and roll roll with them. They have a pretty strong side throughout that buy period. Something they like, will. I mean, they'll hardly <coughs> be missing anyone to origin. Maybe Tom Gilbert. Yeah, um, maybe one of the back rowers. But, like, if you plug in a psycho, Fleece goal Kifusi kicking and scoring. might be in there. But, yeah, yeah so like it's, it'll be a strong side. <coughs> so so I don't mind him as targets. Mm. I really like Jeremy Marshall King, but I think we'll talk hookers later. Yeah. Um, so I think just... What we're trying to say there is Dolphins and Warriors probably have the best schedule out of everybody, uh, closely followed by the Parramatta Eels. Now, the issue with the Parramatta Eels, they play 13, 16 and 19, but what you might find, you don't necessarily need them for 16 and they don't play round 14. Now, round 14, this is absolutely critical. Manly, Newcastle and Parramatta all have the bye. Mm. Uh, if you've got more than eight of them, you're already short. That takes out injury, suspensions, origin. Obviously, you can use two trades that week if you need to, so keep that in mind. Um, well, that's the other thing. Yep. Three <coughs> trades. You get three trades on rounds 13, 16, and 19 as well. Leading into it, yeah. Really good Leading call. Leading into it, yeah. Um, so for me, the Eels, like, if I know That's some, without a boost. Yeah, without a boost. A boost would be four if you wanted to do uh, it, yeah. You still got one. Hey? You still got a boost there. Oh, two. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just be aware of the Eels. We spoke about them last week, and I'll jot some names down now in case you missed it, but Dylan Brown, Madison if he doesn't play Origin, Sean Lane, Gutho, Sevo, Mitchie Moses if you bought him. I think you're probably holding now, don't you? You've done... We'll chat about him. Yeah, it's an yeah. interesting one. Big, big discussion. Boy. Luckily, I didn't do it. I did have a little look there. Um, one of the... Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it later. We'll get to we it will later. get to it. Um, and I'll just roll into that. Newcastle and Manly both play rounds 13 and 16. But again, you don't want to get too caught up in those three teams because you won't have a side for round 14. Yeah. We need a full squad. So I think you need to be really careful in that. I'm personally <coughs> rolling a few extra Manly players who I might try to ship on a little bit. Like my boy Kepi, he'll probably yeah. have to go <laughs> round 14 to get a player, you know. What um, are you do without his 23? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? No, he'll crash over. Mm. Um so I think just without getting too far into it, just check your side for round 14 
do it now, probably before you do anything too much, because um, people are going to find themselves in trouble if people don't back from back up from Origin. If there's Origin injuries, you know there could be a bit going on there uh, for round fourteen. Yeah. Now, mate, what about the <coughs> the worst draws? Who who has the the worst run of it from thirteen through to twenty? <coughs> So initially, so what I'm finding, I'm not looking too far ahead to round 19 because you might find you're pretty well covered. You can make a couple of trades leading up after round 16 for that. So I'm not overthinking round 19. You'll probably find you've got the players anyway, especially if you can get guys that play rounds 13 and 19. You'll have the players already. Um, in saying that, the Titans don't play either of the buyers up until round 19. So um, I wouldn't be bringing any of them in. That's one main one there. Yep. You can have a look at them around 17, 18, leading to the third bye, but uh, I just don't think you want to tighten. Brisbane miss round 16 and 19, mm. but for Reese Walsh owners, or if you own some Brisbane players, they do cover rounds 13 to 18. So I'd find you can pay them in round 13. Or not 16. Uh, and not 16, but you might be able to get through. So Reese Walsh, for example, I sold him, but if you want to hold him, he'll pay that first buy. Then you play round 14, which is sure. crucial, yeah. uh, pending origin, of course. Um, and you can get him through and you could sell him before round 19 if you want to. So that's interesting. But Brisbane isn't too crash hot. Penrith, Roosters and Storm, they miss rounds 13 and 19, which isn't ideal. Yeah, pretty awkward. Yeah. yeah. But if you were to get them, for, say, round 14, if there was one or two guys you wanted from that side or whatever it may be, they will play five straight matches and you could sell them on again before yeah. round 19. Or hold them if you've got the players. So, like, especially if they are non-origin related <coughs> players, and there there isn't that risk of being rested post-origin. Exactly. So, like, and, and with those sides who should all be sitting, you know, relatively well, you know, thereabouts the top eight, if not top four, <coughs> far more likely to be rested. That's than it. A team that's bottom four or six or whatever. Mm. What a mate. Yeah. I think what I'm finding there, though, I don't look at anyone and go, "It's a horror draw." Even the worst isn't shocking, yeah. but. If you can get sides, there's a note here from Jay, and I love it. It's try and find blokes who you like, who play two of the major buy yep. rounds, ideally 13 and 19. If they play two and they're a good player, it means you don't have to do anything too much with them. You can ride them through. I don't mind that. There's still an option to get someone, for example, if you really like someone round 13, you can still get them in and trade them on. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I think there's still a reasonable amount of trades, but, yeah, those so, are the sides I'm looking at. So that's it, mate. You, you use it as a guide. You don't... <clears throat> you don't uh, die by it. Like So another one I wanted to touch on, another really good section that he's mapped out for us. It is the origin and non-origin player considerations, but in particular the origin players. So, again, all the detail in the article. Maximum number of games that origin players will play during the eight-round buy period, excluding any possible team restings, of course. So if you're an origin player, this is minus any potential restings, You'll either play five, four, or three games during that period. The one that stands out, three games, <coughs> Eels. So someone like Junior Ballo, if you were, did own him, there's a handful out there. Dream schedule, Parramatta, for non-Origin players, but Origin players would miss all three. Shocking. So if, say, Sean Lane or Ryan Madison were to sneak in, or Jamal Hopgood, probably too many um, Queensland middles there, but terrible. So like, you could not hold them through that period. We go up to five games. The team's there. Again, Dolphins, Warriors, you've already spoken about good draws. But then we go the, the Broncos, Titans, Panthers, Roosters and Storm. Because they've, they're, they're generally the sides with the, uh, well, you mentioned the Broncos, Panthers, Roosters, Storm. 
the ones with buys on those major buy weeks. Well, the Origin players are missing those anyway. So they're guys that you could potentially look to hold. So Origin guys, let's talk Dave for feeder. He's a great example because he's on a tear, hasn't looked like slowing <coughs> down. In fact, I think he's scratching the surface. Incredible. He's one that, yo, Titans lingering around the, the top eight, but, you know, they will want their Origin players to back up if possible. So he'd still play five games, and he could be one that you'd maybe likely to hold where you go down to four games and list basically any other side that hasn't been named, and someone on that list might be someone like the Sharks and Nico Hines. Nico, if he makes origin, four of eight, not ideal. It's not ideal. So, yeah, basically really good. Jump on there, have a look tomorrow when it goes up on the line. But it's, it's really easy to read, I found. He's done an excellent job. Uh, a couple of quick points. Um, mm. Just scroll down a little bit further. There's some key info in here. Uh, the Cowboys, I forgot to note, but they play 13 and 16. They missed round 15, which isn't a big which deal. Which is amazing. Which is lovely. You can cover because them. Because it's like they're the only team on the buy. <coughs> and they don't play the last buy, but you can potentially – you could sell them on if you need to or keep them. True, but someone yeah, like, yeah. Early buy coverage. Yeah, Robson, Drinkwater, uh, maybe if Lukey comes good from yep. injury, those sort of guys. But Reese Robson's one. And just to note, if you are looking ahead from round 14 onwards, when if you do have some extra eels or, or manly or mm. knights that you sort of need to move on if you're short, the Bulldogs, the Sharks and the Tigers – they're the ones that play around 16 and 19. So that's handy to know post-first buy. Sweet. Well, yeah. uh, it'll be out there tomorrow morning, and we'll also just leave it on site, on the, the front of the site for basically the entirety of the origin period. Guys, over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed-rate mortgages are going to expire. Madness. This means that for a lot of you out there, you haven't felt the impacts of all the consecutive rate rises that have been dominating the media talk lately. I've chatted with Patty and George about this. In detail, they told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now around 5%. So what does this mean? Essentially, that for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra $737 a month. Hell of a lot of extra money you'd have to find in your budget spy. If you hadn't had a look at it, when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts, Patty and George, a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets. You'll save yourself 129 bucks on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener, so mention SC Playbook when you get in contact. To do so, flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice, all one word, or call them on 02-9521-1611. All that, plus their, the rest of the info, emails, QR code, all that good stuff in our articles at scpaper.com.au. Hot topic, Spy. <clears throat> Starting with the number one most purchased player for NL Supercoach round 11, Valence Defade. Hope I've said that right. Lovely fella emailed me through with the, uh, the Maori <coughs> pronunciation for it. So we'll, we'll get on top of that one. Appreciate the, the email. Most purchased player interested me. <coughs> Obviously a beast. Rugby convert. A lot of pre-season hype about him. Thinking we were hoping he was going to get a start. <coughs> Couple of players in the back line coming back, the Dolphins, by this week, only played one game. <clears throat> Bottom dollar, I get that people are doing it to free up cash for trades elsewhere, but a lot can happen in a couple of weeks. Now, as I said, I don't believe... He came in for Brenko on the weekend, I think. Yeah. Came in for Brenko, who's one of Wayne Bennett's absolute favourites. He was a beast in attack. He, I probably, I think he, as he learns rugby league, having come from Union, his defensive deficiencies at the moment might be sweet. Probably will be, and he'll learn the craft. But 
I don't know. I just think with the buy this week, the fact that he has to play another game before getting his initial price earlier after three games, you'd want to be – unless you really need that money, <coughs> you'd be waiting to round 12, wouldn't 100%. you? 100%. Uh, so with the buy, you'll, you'll find round 13. <coughs> At the moment, you can just wait. If he's known for round 13, he'll also be going up in price that week. Mm. And you make your three or four trades with a boost in that first bye week around um, Defare. Magic. The only reason you do it now is if you have to for some reason, whether it's you think you need to get ahead of the game or you need to drop someone down to get someone in an upgrade that you think you need to do now. But, yeah, if you don't need to do it now, no way. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's as simple as that. I don't think we're neither saying that he won't be a great buy prior to round 13 because he, he'll offer that round 13 coverage for the Dolphins. He looks... Like a big super coach scorer, he's a big boy, he busts tackles, has a crack. So I'd love to tell you I watched him closely Saturday at 5.30 at, <laughs> at Lang Park, but I didn't. But it was very yeah. exciting when he crashed over, the, the, the roof come off. So, yeah, certainly think he's a buy. I just think if you can wait yeah. a few weeks, I would be doing so. Second most trading player this week, Ruben Garrick, 541k, break even 48. He's bottomed out in price. Pretty hard to <coughs> argue, mate. Straight in, I reckon, if you don't yeah. have him. Um Maybe you can afford to wait a week if needed, but I think the quicker you get Garrick, probably the better. Toy Harris, 582k. 98 or so on the weekend, break even 47. Dual front row, second row, plays round 13. <coughs> Looks a great buy. Bottomed out in price pretty well. Again, a bloke with a pretty extensive injury history. The Warriors have the buy next week. You'd wait till round 13. <coughs> Oh, definitely wait. Uh, those knees, every time I watch him this year, he's on the ground. Mm. Um, killer footy player, and he's probably in near career best form, ball playing, work rate, all that. But if you buy him now, do you know, is he going to be playing around 13? We don't know at this stage. So just hold off. His break even's 47. And say he scores 80 odd this week, you might go up 20, 25K. Yeah, cop it. You can pick him up around 13 when you know he's playing. So that's what I'll be doing. Yeah, so one and three <coughs> in the most popular players thus far this week. Questions around, mate. So. Mm. Very interesting. Now, here is an interesting one. Number four, Jareen Buller. Kid can play. He's a class act. He has a crack. Plenty of heart in him. Two try-saving, essentially match-winning tackles for the Tigers. Two weeks on the trot. I love him. No quick, unbelievable stat. Young rookie, <coughs> three games in. He's made, I think, 15 tackles, yet to miss one at fullback. Yeah. Incredible. Geez. Fair play to him. That doesn't get you many super coach points. Yeah, yeah exactly. <coughs> Now, such a big talking point. Negative 32 break even. Obviously, he's a good buy. But how necessary is he? We should have pretty good cash generation across the squads. My – so first things, first and foremost, I am eyeing off a Reese Walsh to bull a trade this week. Something feels wrong about it for me. A, he's already made 80K, which is fine. There's still more money to come. But he doesn't play round 13. I don't really want one of my two fullback positions, which I think you would argue is the key position in Supercoach. You could argue halfback as well because clearing uh, Hines, but it's not a place I've ever wanted really cheapies in unless they are like so really, really good. Now, we've got question marks around a lot of the fullback options. That's the big thing, that, isn't it? That ties into it a big way. But because the Tigers play around 16 but don't play 13, you're not getting in for early by coverage. I don't really want to hold him through to round 16. So one option is to – you could buy him for two weeks for two price rises 
and then flip him round 13. And hold if he's killing it. And hold if he's killing yep. it. Now, I don't mind that. Where do you sit on it? You know what my gut tells me? It's not to buy him. So I don't own him. Mm. think, like, if you look on the weekend, his work rate's okay. In that Tigers side who, are, you know, they're improving, but they're grafting more at the moment. Mm. Is he going to have a heap of tries this line breaks? I could see him coming out and going 30, 30, 40. Yeah. Yeah, he's made 60K. Mm. Conversely, he might come out, he might score his first try. Might keep setting a couple up and he might average 60-odd. But for me, <clears throat> I'm a bit torn. I don't mind the two-week play of grabbing him. I've got someone like Isaac Thompson there sitting who hasn't played for a while for the Bunnies. So with him sort of wasting on the bench there at the moment, I'm probably in a position where I can do it. But also, I've gone pretty hard in trades, so is it worth doing it? Maybe I can make up that cash generation elsewhere across the buy period. Like 280 now, he might make another 150, 200K. It's pretty good money, admittedly. But you've got to hold him for that period. I'm a bit torn, to be honest with you, mate. I, I'm a little mm. bit the same. And, and <clears throat> that's where, I mean, I because I've saved trades, I think I am in more of a position than you to, to, to make the trade. Who then, would you, do you know who you drop yet or you're not sure? All right, so this is where we'll bring Maddie into it here. Mm. Now, it'd be Reese Walsh. I've yeah. got Walsh and Teddy at fullback. Question from Aaron Holloway. Likelihood of Walsh <coughs> being 18th man for the Maroons and missing round 13. So due to Ponga's concussion history. So I'm of the belief that if Ponga gets through to round 13, fit and fine, they pick him. He'll be the number one. What I didn't probably consider as much was... Maybe he's the 18th man, especially because if there is, say Ponga plays and he cops a high shot, gets a concussion, that would allow Walsh into the game as 18th man, correct? It would. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the concussion. I think if he gets normally concussed. Normally concussed, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's illegal. Let's yeah, 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 correct. So, yeah, I my question that either. Is, yeah. My question is, do you... What are your thoughts on Walsh playing Origin and, yeah, like, be it well, starting 18th man? There's two ways you can look at it. Like, yes, it's great cover for, for Ponga, but what if anyone else gets injured? Mm. <laughs> so, like, for example, for New South Wales, even though I'd pick Matty Burton, <coughs> Matty Burton would be the perfect 18th man because he can play a lot of positions. Yeah. But, man, that's incredibly possible. You're right. You know what? Val Holmes is there. So, straight up, he can go to fullback. Yeah. Selwyn Cobbo's there. He can go to fullback. So, what does Reese Walsh achieve as yeah. 18th man? Yeah, it doesn't. Correct. Doesn't, yeah. Yeah, so probably probably not. Yeah, agreed. Saying what, are you also of the belief Ponga fullback if good to go? Oh, Ponga fullback yeah. for sure, yeah. There's no way Queensland dropped their best player from last year or top two player. Yeah. They just can't, can they, unless he just really looks terrible. Which the next he, two weeks. he had a stinker, yeah. but he was also playing 5'8", which I think he's a fullback. He's Australian really fullback and do his thing. Um, I'll give you a question around Uba and Welsh. I think I said this to you, Matty, 11 o'clock. Saturday night, I've got a bit of a flashback, but I remember saying Melbourne's edges, they're still a bit weak. And I mm. think it was you who said, yes! Walsh <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Matty said, yes, the Bunnies will win the comp. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Reese Walsh is going at them this week. He does have a break even at 90 still, so it depends how you are for cash. I'd be half tempted to play him this week. Check how he looks. Heading into that Penrith match, if you wanted to sell him, then you can. Because don't forget, you've got Garrick in your centres. You don't have to get a fullback for Reese Walsh. Mm. You can flip Garrick. I've done that at the moment. Flip Garrick to fullback, and then you can pick any centre up before the buy. So it's interesting, isn't it? I, I think my thing about Buller is I probably want to take his cash. Do I need to? 
Yeah. <clears throat> I'll throw another, another layer into Reese Walsh. Round 13. He plays the Warriors. I believe it's New Zealand or Brisbane. Have a look for a spot. I will. Uh, but plays the Warriors, who will be full strength in terms of not impacted by origin. The Broncos will be missing Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, probably Kurt Capewell, Selwyn Cobbo. Even if he plays, that is a game I see the Warriors winning comfortably. It'll be 7.30 in New Zealand Saturday night. Broncos players yeah. out. Warriors will need a win because just to go sideways a little bit here for a second, they've been so good lately for yeah, no reward. I agree. So, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> Reese Walsh is a super coach gun. That week, I don't think he'll be a super coach gun. I think, yeah. like, maybe he steps up and does everything, but, man, he's missing a lot. I mean, the spine will be intact. They've got some decent forward replacements, but... We saw it happen last week with only Payne Hass and Mam out. They're losing half their side. So I'm just... It was like, against South, though. So, again, makes it yeah, tricky. Yeah, yeah. The only other thing I'll add in, he then has Sharks, Newcastle, by Gold Coast Dolphins leading into round 19. Mm. Potential, say you're a Walsh holder, you want to hold him, I'd be holding him through to round 18 Dolphins clash. Then it. reassessing if you're doing it. You make any money back, you may lose. So, yeah, sure. I'm just I'm looking at the next three weeks and that 13 included, which is question marks around availability. Anyway, due to origin, I'm just... Gut feel says maybe he's a sell. Anyway. Yeah, I don't mind the sell, though. Yeah. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Alex Johnston, 589k, <coughs> fifth most traded in, break-even 76, averaging 55. I need a piece of the bunny's pie in my life. In... Yeah, you get in. We normally try to save trades to yeah. later, but in, in, and in. Well, I think I already said it last week <laughs> that I wanted him. And it, to be honest, I really wanted him to go like 30 points on the weekend because <clears throat> I just – I didn't want people to jump on, but scored his doubles, 75-odd points. So with his ceiling, uh, like there's the slight concern that, you know, <clears throat> the Bunnies, as it stands, they're more right-edge dominant, but the left edge is still their best edge. This season, yeah. right edge has been great, but left edge is just starting to get there, get back to what we know of it. Yeah, I see he looks a great Yeah, player. Round 13 is interesting against Canberra. Canberra might be fired up. Uh, no Latrell, obviously. Blake Taff, Matty, round 13 fullback, do you yeah, think? I think yeah. I, or, yeah, yeah, it will be, yeah. yeah, yeah so he'll, um, Taff's all right, but I mean, for two weeks after that, they entice me. Gold Coast into St. George, full strength bunny side. And Tigers <laughs> this week. Yeah. Uh, a quick stat, this is beautiful timing from my young mate Harry Watts. There's only been one ton against the Tigers the whole season in Supercoach. One ton? Unbelievable, 102. Who was it? Uh, I think it was Mitchie Moses, but it just shows... Really? <coughs> they're a funny Great side to stat. figure out the Tigers, but they're not necessarily leaky all day yeah, or something like that. Yeah. They, just struggle, they just struggled to win games and they're starting to find a way. But, yeah, it's interesting. And the Bunnies obviously could do a job on them because they're, they're amazing. They yeah. are. But, yeah, just an interesting okay. one. Man. Throw it in. So, yes. Anyway, we're keen on AJ. Number six, Max Fenai, 234K, <coughs> break even, neg 28. I see red flags. Oh, definitely not, could you? Zach, so they've got this um, Lomax bloke in New South Cup who's <coughs> got a bit of go about him and he, he's just his juice. And they the lost to the Tigers last week. Yeah. Didn't score many Tiao points. Tiao Tiao back at nah, some not, point. Not for me. Um, there's going to be better options in the in the centre. I just think you're buying him <clears throat> for a combination of cash rise, sweet, and round 13 coverage. There'll be some cash rise, but I'm not <clears throat> convinced there'll be the round 13 coverage. Yeah, not. Unless you're desperate for a downgrade, not for mm. me. 
I mean, Lomax wasn't named for the Dragons again this week and it would have placed him uncertain if he was on the extended bench, but I don't believe he was. So mm. that's good news for him. He'll, he'll get his third third game. He'll get his price rise. Mm. I'm just not convinced. Don't get me wrong, not a disaster. I just think there might be better options. But, but if you're sitting there and you go, I need to downgrade to someone in order to get Alex mm. Johnson, for example, then sure, do it then. But I'm not super sold on it. Number seven. <clears throat> Dylan Brown, 750k, break even six, on fire. Yeah, we'll jump on that one two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, you'd still be willing to pay up for him, wouldn't you, with that coverage? Oh, it's absolutely now or never, though. He'd be over 800 this week. Yeah. In fairness, you could still potentially pay that for him, but if you... Just go now. Just You've got to get it now if you want to, want to get him. Number eight, Jack DeBellin, 597k, 91 last week. I'm going to flag a dirty old <laughs> try assist. He got a... Did you see on the, on the Sunday Arvo? You might have been coming back. For I'll give you a quick year. magic round story. There'll be a few while we're on it. Oh, this should be good. Sat down. It's not that good a story. It's just a bit funny. I was in the car. I'm like, you beauty, Tigers, Saints. And I didn't wake up hungover at all. Just rolled on from my two-point daily end performance. Kept it going. Got picked up. Went in. Started watching on the phone. I went, whoa, I feel a bit, a bit crook. So I missed the whole game. Like, I literally couldn't watch it. I was sort of had it on the radio. I was trying to watch it up here. Wasn't happening. So yeah, except the last two minutes, which was hectic. Jeez, I hope you don't let any other good stories like that go under the radar for a spot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> where were we? Jack DeBellin. He got a try assist for it was the one that he threw to Jaden Sullivan. Sullivan went to the line, dummied, went through himself, <clears> beat them all ends up. Didn't get the try assist initially, and then got it after updates. I was like, come yeah, on, right. it was so dirty. Anyway, he played great minutes again. Three weeks in a row averaging, I think, about 75 minutes. Scoring well, still cheap enough. <sighs> what uh, Dual front row, second row, plays around 13. <clears throat> what, uh, what do you reckon? I was finding it hard to trust Saints. Could have a new coach soon. Who knows what's going to happen. And saying all that, he's scoring really well at the moment. Mm. Plays around 13. It's got to be worse buys. Um, it just could end up being someone that underwhelms a little bit or he could just keep it on, so... I'd just say a little bit. I don't need to make that trade right now, so I'm okay just to let it let it roll. But yeah, you could do worse. Yeah. Just hard to see where it goes over the next month or yeah. two. There's no knock on it. But my yeah. issue with these front rolls that are playing big minutes and scoring all right is, I just don't think those minutes keep up. Like <coughs> if he keeps playing 75, maybe he does. But I yeah. I don't know. I, he could just as easily do a Corey Horsburgh and go back 60 minutes like last week, and you've got yourself. Uh, Somewhat of a plotter. Not a bad trade-in. Yeah. Do not get me wrong. I just... Front row forward does not excite me. There was a point last week where I went, probably my two most logical trades were going Welch to Big Red, Corey Horsburgh, and then my other one was going Stefano to Wiramu Greg. And I'm like, that makes sense. Like, I don't hate that. And I was like, oh, two trades in front row. Two trades for that. Do I need to? Yeah. yeah. And I went, no, and sweet. I mean, Christian Welch went shit, but that's all right. Um, <clears throat> Jaden Sullivan, 381k, break even zero, dual 5'8 hooker, goal kicking with Lomax out. <sighs> Where's he named this weekend? Bench. So, no, he's not a buy, yeah. obviously. But Frustrating. Look, I'm <laughs> sceptical that it doesn't change come game day because he okay. was awesome last weekend. Yeah, keep a trade up yourself. So ben, you ben, Benny Hunt uh, was named at half. But anyway, I don't talk about it too much. Yep. But I, I can see it changing. But it just stick to your bloody guns, uh, boys. Like, if you make a change, like, he was terrific. So, uh, regardless, my concern is that, again, 
I do think Zach Lomax comes back in at any stage and probably takes the goal kicking. I know he's kicked poorly this year, but I do think he'd win them back. Yeah. Number 10, Billy Smith, 289K. Let's not talk about him too much because Roosters don't play 13 and he's only played one game. Give him a shout out, though. He was, he was so good. Yeah. Once I got back on the lounge and regrouped. Ten tough breaks. He looked unbelievable, but just injury history. Just keep him so on your re- radar. Reassess, in, reassess next week. Carl Oluwapu, a bloke who looked like he <coughs> may have been a terrific buy at 5'8 this week. 200k, break even three. 50 minutes off the bench last week, and essentially until he starts, he's just not going to be a buy. Yeah, killed at week one, uh, quite last weekend. I actually got him two weeks ago, his first game. I can't even remember why, and he looked awesome. So hopefully he'll have a breakout, but you don't need him mm. yet. Yeah. Matty, another one I'll throw to you, and it's a question from Daniel Burgess. <laughs> Cody Walker, any chance of getting a sky blue jersey? Think about bringing him in this week with a golden matchup plus run. So, lots of questions around Cody Walker. He's top, top dollar, plays around 13, but Origin? I mean, his form deserves to play Origin. Mm. I just think it doesn't make sense because, as much as I'd love him to be there, if they're not going to go with Luai. They'll go with Nico, yeah. surely. And I think I don't think I don't think they'll play him at fourteen either. Walker. I, I don't think, think, so I, I think they'll either pick Abby or another hooker, or they'll go someone like Matty Burton, yeah. who'll um who can play a lot of positions. Or if they go with Lou White six, they'll go with Hines. I hope they go Hines and someone else on the bench, but yeah, I don't see Walker playing Origin, unfortunately, which is crazy because He's one of the best players in the comp at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you, mate. I think if you do want to pay it for Cody Walker, go for it. Have a crack. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he plays Origin. So, Spy, number one most traded out player. And we won't talk about the terms. We need to say it for beers and breakheads with the guru tomorrow. But Tyrell Sloan, <laughs> two weeks ago, had a break even for like neg 40 or something. In his <laughs> two games later, he's lost 25K with a break even 111. Well, you know, there was the, old, the round 13 coverage, but you've, I think you've just got to cut ties, don't Before you? you give it to Guru, I think he might have made 50 last week. So he did make him 20K. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, geez. it's just – it would have been a, an absolute dagger oh. if you brought him in. Just no good. Number three, Hamiso <laughs> Tabio Fido traded out. Number four, Isaiah Katoa. Hold Hammer, by the way. I think Hold Hammer for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So Katoa, I can understand the Katoa sell, even with the coverage. But I think with, we just spoke about the, the Dolphins' buy coverage. <laughs> Sell Katara if it's to someone good, um, but don't go too sideways on him because he could punch out 50 in the buys for you. Yeah, if you go into a set and forget skip like Phoenix Crossland, make the move. <laughs> Different but story. Jackson Forby, we spoke to him. And number 12, mate, Mitchie Moses. 12th most trade-out player, break-even 48. Because he's got the 147 or 8, whatever it was, in his rolling average, he's breaking even he was only 48. So I missed this week due to his concussion last round. He'll come at the following week. If he goes no good there, you'd hold him for round 13, then have the round 14 buy. So he'd only cop one big price loss. Mm. I think you've got to hold to 13, don't you? Like play 13 and then sell him 14 if you don't want him. Oh, to be honest, I'd nearly just hold him through origin. Or that, yeah. Good, good, good buy. Yeah. He'll make up any money loss after that break even goes up. Um, prioritise if you need to sell any other para guys on round 14, don't make it him. I think you'd just stick with him. He had an off night mm. and <clears> missed last... 10 or so minutes due to the concussion. Mm. Mitchie Moses, he'll have an off night from time to time. But then the week after, he'll get 150. He'll have some tons over that origin yeah. period, you'd like to think. He'd be a bit nervous, given that price drop. But yeah, the only reason I'd be getting him back in is if at any stage, if you're looking at Cleary and Nico and you're like, I cannot not have them this weekend. 
I'm just gonna have to do it. But yeah, I think yeah. I think I'd just bite the bullet now. I'm I'm too stubborn. If I'd made that call, Mike, let's see where this ends up in six or seven weeks. You might make it up. I'd be holding Mitchie Moses. Guys, we've linked up with Bet After 2023 footy season. We do not have an SC Playbook special this week. I'm uh, still in recovery mode for Magic Round, to be honest, mate. I'm a bit behind the eight ball. <laughs> to follow along, you can find the link to any... We will have uh, a multi later in the week, though, an SC Playbook multi with their fantasy market. Uh, the link to that will be in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or in our YouTube description. By going through those channels, it'll let Bet know that we sent you. So it'll be much appreciated if you are linking up to do that. Important to remember that you win some, but you lose more for free and confidential support call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au Spy, round 11 trade skippers hit me Okay, first one is Christian Welch uh, he's now sitting on my bench behind Tarpany and Corey Horsburgh so I don't really need him you'll also find Melbourne's buy coverage isn't great they play round 16 not much else so I'm going to he's also origin contender origin I don't contender, know yeah. um, Christian Welch straight to Alex Johnson uh, which means I do that by flipping Benny Trevojevic into the back row. So that's worked Trevojevic out well. Plus. I knew that dual position had come in handy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I've just got Isaac Thompson sitting there. So I just need to make a call. Do I save a trade, which I'm probably in need of doing? But I'm also semi-confident I'm not going to need as many trades this year as I have in previously. So maybe it is worth just going Isaac Thompson down to Buller for at least a couple of weeks. Take 100k, maybe more. Uh, maybe less, we'll see. And just sort of... See what happens there. Rather than have a dead bloke on my bench, he's not playing. How uh, many <laughs> dead bloke dead, on your bench? <laughs> it's a bit, bit ruthless, eh? Bit ruthless. How many trades you got left prior dead to this weight. week? Um, prior to the week, 25. And I've only, the way I've set it up, I only need to make another three or four heading into round 13, which will give me enough players for all the buys. So I've got 20 there, so I'm sort of like, maybe I'll just do it. Mm. I think it's a little bit of a, bit of a different year, uh, but... I don't have your thoughts, but I'll probably sit on that one closer to the weekend. And yeah, see we we'll see. It's also two extra rounds this season, mate. You keep reminding me of that. It'll add up. Matty, Isaac Thompson, chance to come back in. Probably not at the moment, I'm guessing, the way they're going. Yeah, I guess you, well, you wouldn't change the winning formula. No, but that's it. It's, it's hard. They're so, like, no one stands above. Like, they don't, st- like, one's not incredibly better than the other yeah. when it comes to Tane or Thompson. So, like... I guess what would you change? I don't, would, I don't know, though. He would yeah. play, though, hey, round 13 when... Yeah, for sure. Campbell Graham has to get picked, surely. Yeah. Well, Graham's so, out, So Milne yeah. probably goes to centre, or Tom... Yeah, Milne to centre, Thompson wing. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be something like that. And Milne, if, if like, we need Murray, host... I mean, host, Arrow, Colomitani still out. Like, Milne can play in the back row as well. So, like, maybe he'll go there and Thompson lades. There's every chance. In fact, I'm certain he'll be back by round. Because I was at Thompson. His break even's also 11. So, like, you make me... Yeah, and maybe, what, maybe you've, you've also got host to win a Blues Edge spot. Oh, yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's been good, but, yeah, may, may, maybe not this year. Um, my trades at this stage, looking at Paul Alamotti to Alex Johnston. It's just been really disappointing. Again, not a bloke mm. I've played in a long time, but... <clears throat> Just wait for a couple of tries for the inner attacking stats. And to be honest, it hasn't looked that likely. Mm. I'd just, I'd like to hold him for longer, but does not offer really any early buy coverage. And I don't want to play him at all. No, so, he's gone yeah. For, gone for so, sure. ha- happy to do that, obviously. Uh, and then my second trade, I'll need about 150K to fund that. So, it's still assessing options, but possibly Walsh to Buller. Could be, yep. could be making the move there. Interesting. I reckon you won't, but. Very interested to see yeah. come later in the week. Uh, I've got to say my skipper, but 
Nico at this stage, but it's wide open. What do you VC? think? What are you thinking? VC. Oh, Latrell, definitely. See, um, I'm thinking Nico <coughs> and VC Walsh if I still have him. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, that's a lie. Val Holmes. Uh, Walsh, uh, Val was another one I looked at selling last week. I considered about every trade option possible <laughs> yeah, yeah. last week. Uh, and <coughs> Val was wonderful. And I went, Tigers and Dragons, thanks, two weeks. I was like, no, stuff it. I'll hold. And then Val has a, is one who has a terrible origin period schedule. Missed a heap of games, so he'll be going. Uh, but yeah, so probably Val, VC this week. If I own Latrell, I know you mentioned the Tigers stat at about supercoach wise, but I'd be captain in Latrell. I'm pretty tempted. We'll see how the weather is, Sadaba. My logic around that a little bit is if I just captain Nico, which a lot will do, I then kind of get that Latrell pod a little bit regardless. Mm. So I can sort of cover off, say I captain Latrell. And he gets 100, then Nico, and I'm like, beauty, or 140. And then Nico comes out in 200, it just wipes that. So yeah. I'm sort of just hedging a little bit um, so I can get a bit of both on the action there. Questions from the SC Playbook Faithful NRL Physio. Does Tim stand by our late night cash in agreement that Supercoach <coughs> rules should not be followed when it comes to Valence Tafale? And he's the buy of the week slash season <laughs> despite only playing one game and being on the buy. He could still be drunk from the other way. The only Saturday thing I'm night. sure of is that he's probably still at the Caxton having a, <laughs> having a yarn to everybody who wants one. What a champion. <laughs> Supercoach Fanatics. Good fellas over at Supercoach Fanatics. Love the work, lads. Damien Cook, hold or sell, has been pretty underwhelming Supercoach-wise. Spy, I think he plays Origin. And, yeah. Yeah. I think he does as well. Um, so just gets depend. Let me start that again. Depends who your hooker is. Mm. But I think you just wait till 13, don't you? And then reassess then and sell him on. Yeah, I would wait till thirteen. Mm. Do you have a big break even? Because, because if you sold him and he didn't get picked for the blues, You'd be filthy. Yeah, you would be filthy. Yeah. Like if he doesn't get picked for the blues, he'd be straight into my team round thirteen. Mm. Speaking of hookers, spy question: uh, Where is this uh, number nine? Cameron Curtis, do a small bit on best hooker buys for the next eight to ten weeks. Robson, JMK, Hold Smith, and Boyd. <laughs> Cheers. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Robson and JMK are excellent. I've got Reed sitting there at the moment. He also covers 16 and 19. Mm. But if I didn't say I owned Harry and Sonny, I'd want to get in Jeremy Marshall King and Reese Robson, I reckon, to take me through the buy period. Um, I might even look at going a Reed to one of those blokes potentially uh, for round 13. But yeah, I think they're my top two. Reed could keep doing a good job for me as well, though. It's a little bit tough. I think it's pretty tight around there, but. Marshall King looks awesome. Reese Robson looks awesome and he should only get better. So, yeah. Robson is an interesting one for me. He came into, onto my radar this week. Slow start of the season, really slow. But let's be fair, the Cowboys have been terrible. He hasn't mm. had a platform to work off, so not surprisingly. He's still basing 49 per game, 582k, break even 63, three round average of 62, solid. He scored two tries this season, only had two line breaks, one try assist, one line break assist. We know he's capable of far, far more than that. I like Reese Robson. I, I, I'm thinking probably Harry Grant to Reese Robson round 13, realistically. Yeah, I think the beauty of Reese is he's got a pretty good floor. He runs a fair bit, he tackles a heap. There so, will be more attacking stats. Yeah. And even if there's not, he'll still do a job for you. Yep. So I, I like him. But I like Jeremy Marshall as well because he's a busy fella. He tackles a lot more than you might suspect and he runs a bit as well. So I think both are both pretty good. Now, here's a really good, good question from Kane Wilson. Is keeping Nico and Nath Cleary through Origin a viable option? Yes. That's my whole answer. 
Absolutely is. You don't have to. Can, but you, yeah. can you give us some more there, Spy? Because <laughs> they're awesome. They've got pretty good coverage. Um, Nico will – let's say Nico plays Origin. He would miss 16 and 17, I believe. Sharks on the bye. There was a couple of weeks ago. We might rehash that chat next week because I looked into it a few weeks ago for the pod and I came to the conclusion that if you're selling either of them, it's probably going to be Nico. All right. Um, Look, we'll rehash that chat let's next Let's hold week. that. I'll just we'll it's rediscuss a great question. it. Yeah. Todd G's Croker still worth a shout. Hallelujah. Live from Croker Bar. Raiders playing great footy. Plays the bye. He's been so good for us, hasn't he? Did you get him? No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't even being a smart that, No, that one on the weekend when um, the ball just landed in open space, he picked it up and went, thank you. Ran 10 metres untouched. Thank you. I was like, are you joking? Well, happy, it, happy for him. In that case, 392k, break even, <clears throat> neg eight. He's made us 113k, plays 13, goal kicking. Would you consider him? No. <laughs> no, oh. I wouldn't. Not at that price. Jeez. Look at his base the last two weeks. Uh, 11 and 30. No, I wouldn't either, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, I think I do think he's one you missed the boat on. Year of the Bird. Hey, fellas, which front row for Jewel to bring in? Jack DeBellin, Tappany, or Torhu? Already have Horsburgh. Which of those three would you pick? Tappany. Tight, though. Um, DeBellin, we've spoken about. Torhu, I love, but just the injury risk. Tappany's touch wood, the bloke that just consistently has played the most of late. He's my man. Yeah. Like, we're talking this week as well, if you need the, the front rower, I'd be saying taps. People would be like, oh, Raiders buys that shit. I just think, look, I wouldn't go out of my way to buy him, but I wouldn't go out of my way to buy any of those at the moment. For all the reasons we've mentioned on Torhu before, I think if we were speaking round 13, after that Warriors buy, mm. it could absolutely be Torhu. But I just want to see him get there first. Taps is 62 average at the moment. He's barely scratched the surface. So yeah. Minutes building. Yeah. And lucky last. No, actually, we're going to do two more. Wayne Perini, Sloan to Kiraz. Not – I think you wait, but Kiraz is going to be – here's my tip. Round 14, most traded-in player, Jacob Kiraz, at about 500K. Definitely, and you can't get him yet. A, you just want to make sure that work rate's back. Um, he had his lowest base by a mile on the weekend. And B, I think his break-even is still about 170 or something. It's so huge, yeah. Can't do it this week. Uh, so find someone else for now. Break-even, 128. Yeah, that's not too bad. Lucky last from Stelve. <clears throat> too late to buy for feed out with Origin looming. Oh, lucky. Glad I don't have to decide that. Um, oh, probably not. He's doing a lot of damage every week. Because what you can do, you can get him in and keep him. You can sort of, um, you can build a 13-man side in the buyers around for feed out. You don't, you don't have to sell him. So, yeah, I, I think you can get him if you want. I'll be honest. As good as Fafita's been, he's 840k now. He could be like 860 or 70 or 80 by the time round 13 comes along. If he's named to start for Origin, even if he's not, I will really consider. I think I'll probably sell him. Yep. Just because of value. Just because of the value there. Particularly if he does start, just playing reduced minutes post Origin, I just think it's a great opportunity to cash in. 840. I didn't quite realise he's that high. So I wouldn't pay out for him, no. And I th- I've got him on my cell <coughs> radar before 13. Spite, oh, yeah. let's wrap it up. Good stuff. I think we've done pretty well considering the weekend that, that was. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But um, it's a great weekend. Cheers, boys. And yeah, hopefully get rolling on. Righto, guys. Thanks for tuning into the SC Playbook podcast. Good luck in NRL Supercoach round 11.